0: Welcome to the Reversing Diabetes podcast with Delane ND, the podcast for people looking to correct chronic illnesses such as diabetes through lifestyle change. I'm Dr. Delane Vaughn. As a physician, I see many patients who are ill because of lifestyle decisions such as food choices. Typically, diseases such as diabetes are managed with pills or injections. This approach creates a vicious, expensive, and unhealthy cycle of medication and then more medication to address the negative side effects. As a physician and a life coach, I work with clients to resolve their diseases, get off their medications, and live a naturally healthy life. If you don't like the healthcare system in America, I recommend you use less of it by being naturally healthy. So, if you feel there has to be a better, more natural way to live a healthy life, you are in the right place. Hello, welcome to the Reversing Diabetes with Delane MD podcast. This is episode number 115. I'm your host, Dr. Delane Vaughn. If you are looking for strategies to live a naturally healthy life, You are in the right place. That is what we are going to talk about today. So today I am giving the final product on hyperinsulinemia and how it relates to all sorts of other diseases. I've done a number of other episodes, I believe there's three or four different episodes where I've talked about how hyperinsulinemia relates to other diseases, things like non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, things like polycystic ovarian syndrome, things like dementia. Today we're going to talk about hyperinsulinemia or high insulin levels and inflammation and obesity, we're combining that. So recognize everybody thinks diabetes, the problem with diabetes has to do with blood sugars, but what I wanna offer you is that is not the problem. The problem with type two diabetes is that there is so much insulin in your system, your body no longer responds to that hormone correctly, and that allows your blood sugars to climb high. The blood sugar thing is what we pick up on laboratory findings, but recognize it is not the problem. The high insulin levels are the problem. And this podcast series, these episodes that I've been doing relating the insulin to other diseases, I have been going through this because it's not just diabetes that this is affecting. The insulin being so high in our system is affecting all sorts of other organ systems in our body. When you fix the insulin problem, you also fix all of these other things. So if your doctor has been telling you for years that your liver enzymes have been high and we just, we're just just going to watch it, we don't know what it is. Not all doctors talk like that. That's my doctor voice i talking to a patient, I guess. But that's what doctors will tell us, right? They'll be like, oh, it's fine. We're just going to keep an eye on it. I want to offer you that if your liver enzymes have been elevated, it is likely due to too much insulin in your system, and it's a pre-diabetic state. If you have polycystic ovarian syndrome and you've been told your periods will never be regular, here, take this pill, take an oral contraceptive, or you've been told, oh yeah, you're probably gonna really struggle to get pregnant, or God forbid you've been told that you've been trying for two years to get pregnant and this is the reason you can't do it. Now you're gonna to have to go through IVF or some other fertility program to get pregnant or some other fertility treatment to get pregnant. It may not I mean that may not be the only thing. You may just need to adjust your diet so that your ovaries start working correctly. You may need to adjust your diet so that your liver gets healthy. There are all sorts of dietary changes that we can make that improves our health because of this one underlying what I call a pathophysiology. That's what we call it in medicine, right? Patho is disease and physiology is the process. The disease process of having too much insulin in your system, that's the problem. And when you fix that, suddenly all the diseases associated with it get better. So that's what I help women do, right? Like this is what I help women in my Delane MD program do. I help women learn to fix the insulin issue so that all of these other parts of their life are better. Before we dive into hyperinsulinemia, inflammation and obesity, I want to mention a couple quick things. One, I will be I've been holding 5 day free I wish I had, like, fireworks to go off or, like, some sound effect to, like, emphasize free, but it's been a free five-day session for women with type 2 diabetes where they can – we have a week where we – five days where we work together, and they can learn the basics of how to reverse this hyperinsulinemia, this insulin in their system, how they can improve their diabetes just by changing their diet, polycystic ovarian disease, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, all of those things. You can learn the strategies that I teach in my program – in a free five-day session so that you can start implementing that. My program is expensive. I do this, I do these free five-day sessions partly because they're a blast. We have so much fun and I meet the most amazing ladies and they always inspire me and I just really feel so privileged to be able to work with women in this capacity. That's part of it, but the other part of it is also that I really truly believe that naturally healthy living is something that is available it's possible and it should be made available and it should be screamed from the mountaintops to everybody. And so that's part of the reason that I do this free five-day session. I have one starting the day this podcast comes out, the Monday that this podcast comes out, there will be one starting and then there will be another one starting in November. So if you are interested in that, send me a message to delane at delanemd.com. I do my best to make sure that I am prompt and responsive and get everybody in uh, a spreadsheet so that I can make sure everybody gets the information that they need. If for some reason, I don't think this has happened, but... I'm not perfect so if for some reason you feel like you sent me an email and I didn't respond please send me another one or you sent me an email and I didn't get you the information please reach back out to me you deserve to live a naturally healthy life and this free five-day program is available to you so um, reach back out to me for some reason I did not get back to you or you didn't get the information <clears throat> The other thing I wanted to mention is I have an opportunity for any listener who is interested and wants a free coaching session to get that. Most of us don't know what coaching is. We like are very it's vague in our brain. We have no idea. we've never seen it happen. and so we don't know what that means. So we want to learn what it means, but we're kind of scared, right? Like I don't want to necessarily go out on a limb and invest anything into it. So I am offering you 45-minute free coaching sessions so that you can learn what coaching is about. The catch, because you know there's a catch, (laughs) there's no free lunches out there, right? There's a catch. The catch is it will be a podcast that will be put out as a podcast for people to listen to. Really, you get help on the places that you're getting hung up, the obstacles that you're having when you try to implement the strategies I teach on this podcast, you're going to get coaching on that because that's the issue. You don't need me. Again, diabetics don't need me to tell them to stop eating cake. You already know that. Why you continue to make the choice to eat foods that are making you sick and will cut years off your life, that's where coaching comes in. And that's what this free 45-minute session will help you with. I will record it, and I will put it out on the podcast. I don't need to use your name. We can use a fake name if that's more what you're comfortable with. If you're interested in this, send me a message, delane at delanemd.com. Put podcast coaching in the subject line so I know what you're looking for. All right, so let's dig in to insulin and inflammation and obesity. So I intended to do two separate podcasts here. I intended to do a podcast about how insulin leads to inflammation, and then I intended to do a podcast about how insulin leads to obesity. And although it's easy to connect the insulin to adiposity or obesity, so adipose or adipo is fat. That's what it means. So fat storage and the development of obesity, that's adiposity. It's easy to connect insulin and adiposity. The connection between insulin and inflammation was not clear, and it was not as direct as I thought it would be. I thought that insulin was was pro-inflammatory, that insulin caused inflammation directly. I was so wrong. I was completely wrong. It's actually the evidence out there, the medical literature actually supports that insulin is anti-inflammatory. I had a complete hold the phone moment. I like was questioning myself, have I been wrong? What kind of alternate universe am I suddenly living in? What is going on here? So I read article after article stating the biochemical processes that lead to insulin improving inflammatory responses. In fact, I read an article, they're considering giving insulin as a treatment for the inflammatory response for ICU patients that have sepsis. What in the actual hell? Are you kidding me? I thought I was losing my mind because I was like, no, insulin is not the right answer. Insulin has a job, but giving high doses of insulin or giving insulin all the time is a problem. That leads to insulin resistance. And like I've already said, that's connected to a number of different diseases. So the insulin is not the answer, right? I had a total shift in my reality for a minute until I came across it until I came across the issue. It is true. Insulin is anti-inflammatory in normal biochemistry, but insulin resistance is not normal biochemistry. And insulin resistance is present in so many subtle diseases, like we've already talked about, that some studies quote that about 88% of Americans have too much insulin on their system, they are metabolically unhealthy, and they have some level of insulin resistance, 88%. So insulin resistance is not normal biochemistry. It turns out that in insulin resistance, you are pro-inflammatory. The insulin resistance itself, that's what's pro-inflammatory, not the insulin. So where insulin might be anti-inflammatory, again, we all know that insulin resistance is developed from having too much insulin in our system. And it turns out that when we have too much insulin in our system, and we develop insulin resistance. That is what leads to all sorts of in- inflammatory responses. So let's talk about how. The first one is what the second podcast would have been about: adiposity. So adiposity, this is inflammatory. As I've di- I've discussed adiposity before and in its inflammatory nature before in podcast number 89. If you want to go back and check that out, but adiposity is the collection of fat on our body, adipose tissue on our body. Again, you call this fat. I don't really like the word fat, so I typically use terms like adipose tissue. Adipose tissue is totally necessary for human function. In fact, I think it's pretty cool. Adipose tissue was the original refrigerator. Think about it. 10,000 years ago, we as humans didn't have refrigerators to store our food that we hunted and gathered on a Thursday so that we could eat them on a Saturday. We didn't have that, we couldn't eat it at a later date because there was no way to store the food. Because of food scarcity, you know, meaning that you couldn't just go down to the local convenience store and grab some food, our bodies had to develop a way to store that energy so that we could use it at a future time when there was no food available. It's a brilliant system. The problem is is that today in our modern age, we always have available food available to us, and typically we have too much available to us. So when our bodies co- collect adipose tissue beyond a certain threshold, that adipose tissue actually becomes pathologic or disease-causing. The disease process that the adipose tissue is causing is inflammation. That is what the pathological, the disease-causing adipose tissue, the disease it's causing is inflammation. So when the adipose tissue reaches a certain threshold, and again, this varies from human to human, it calls in activated macrophages. So these are cells that are part of our immune system that usually go around and eat up bacteria that shouldn't be in our body. When they get activated, like a bacteria is present, there's something on the bacteria that triggers the macrophage. The macrophage becomes activated. The macrophage eats the bacteria or the virus or whatever it is. When they become activated... These macrophages, they start to release other inflammatory markers that call in all sorts of other inflammatory cells and inflammatory chemicals so that we turn on our inflammation, our immune system, and can kill off a bacteria. This is awesome. This is brilliant when there's a bacteria in our body or a virus in our body. It's not so great when they're not. Because then we have all of these, like, attack cells ready to start, like, fighting things, ready to start fighting people, running around our body, wreaking havoc all over our body. This is why it becomes a problem. Many people believe that the aches and pains in their knees and their back is because of extra weight. Maybe. Maybe it is. But what I would offer, it could very easily be the inflammation caused by the adipose tissue in your system. So we know there's a connection between too much insulin in our system and obesity and adiposity. We see insulin resistance in many patients with obesity. In addition to the adipose tissue creating this inflammation response and disease, the insulin resistance is also a problem. So how does that work, right? We know that insulin resistance will develop in many cells. So what does insulin resistance mean? This means that your cell is resistant to the message that insulin is trying to give it. Your cells do not hear the message that insulin is trying to give, and what insulin is trying to tell the cells is that, hey, there's energy floating around the body, and energy on a cellular level is glucose, so the insulin's trying to tell your cells, hey, there's energy out here, go ahead and open up and bring that energy in, so you have energy to do the things that you need to do as a cell, right? So muscle cells need to contract. Kidney cells need to filter, right? Like you want to bring that energy in so you can do the things you need to do so. But when insulin resistance occurs, we no longer open up to bring that cellular energy in, that fuel in, And instead, it allows the glucose to climb very high on the outside of the cell, and that's what we pick up in the lab. That's what we, as physicians pick up on. So insulin resistance occurs in many cells, but not all cells. So some cells are not impacted by insulin resistance. So what cells are those? Cells, what we call adipocytes. No big shocker there, right? Fat cells are not affected by insulin resistance. That means the development of adipocytes or lipogenesis, which is making fat. Lipo is fat genesis is to make, the process of making fat is not negatively impacted by insulin resistance, meaning you'll continue to make fat and continue to make fat, continue to make fat. Cells that are producing proteins, some of these proteins are responsible for making enzymes or hormones or structures in our cells. Some of these cells are not shut down or negatively impacted by insulin resistance. So when that insulin is there, it's still turned on, which means you're getting abnormal production of enzymes and hormones and cell structures. Cellular proliferation, this is scary. Cellular proliferation, when uncontrolled, what we call that in science and biology is cancer. When there are not appropriate controls on cellular proliferation, that is what we call cancer and cellular proliferation is not negatively impacted by insulin resistance, meaning that process continues without regulation. The inhibition of certain processes, lipolysis, so lipolysis is the breakdown of fat. That process is inhibited by insulin resistance the process of autophagy this is the process of cellular housekeeping where a cell realizes oh that protein right there that structure right there is old and not working right i'm gonna go ahead and break that down and we're gonna reuse the building blocks for other things that process is shut down it does not happen it's inhibited by insulin resistance which means that your cells are utilizing old proteins and sometimes those misbehave and cause problems antioxidation so this is a antioxidants why we love them so much is because they're chemical cleanup in our body so our bodies have all sorts of reactions we call oxidative stress antioxidants go through and they Calm down. They basically neutralize that oxidative stress. Oxidative stress is very tightly tied to inflammation. They are very closely related. Insulin resistance shuts down the antioxidative enzymes, which leads to more oxidative stress and more inflammation floating around in our body. There are other defense mechanisms in our immune system that are shut down by insulin resistance also. So these are just some of the quotes I came across in the literature that I was looking at. Um, the BMC Journal, so that's the Biomed Central Journal, uh, had a one of the things I pulled out of their article, because of the largely unrestricted insulin signaling, hyperinsulinemia increases the risk of obesity, type 2 diabetes, and cardiovascular disease, and it decreases the health span and life expectancy. That same article went on to say the detrimental actions of prolonged high insulin concentrations argue in favor of a lifestyle that limits your insulin levels, and that's what I teach my clients, right? Another article that I read said that according to a study, insulin given as a med, what we call exogenous insulin therapy, was associated with an increased risk for diabetes-related complications for cancer and for all-cause mortalities among patients with type 2 diabetes. So that means if you are receiving insulin as treatment for your type 2 diabetes... We know statistically through multiple studies that that insulin is associated with increased risk for diabetes complications. So that's neuropathy, that's um, having our our nephropathy, our kidneys shut down, that's leading to blindness in our eyes, those kinds and, you know, sores on our legs, those kinds of diabetes-related complications. Having insulin prescribed to you as a medication is also a higher risk for having cancer, it's associated with an increased risk of cancer, and it is associated with an increased risk of all-cause mortality for these patients, okay? So it's very tragic that the main treatment of type two diabetes in Western medicine revolves around increasing the amount of insulin in your system, because that is not the right answer. If you are insulin resistant, adding more insulin is not the right answer. It leads to more insulin resistance. Why we try to use the insulin is because we're trying to override that insulin resistance. Recognize that it's also tragic that the system is not promoting, the healthcare system is not promoting lifestyle modifications as the primary tool for reversing type 2 diabetes, despite this being the primary recommendation of the American Diabetes Association. And I'm going to tell you, the ADA has issues. It has funding issues. It has all sorts of, like, dirty stuff going on. It's part of the system. But the research is so overwhelming about lifestyle modifications as the solution that even the bureaucratic ADA cannot argue or ignore it. So this is what I help my the ladies in my group do. This is what I help women do. I help them normalize their insulin levels, not with medications, but by altering the way that they eat so that their cells become sensitive to the insulin again. And this fixes their diabetes and their polycystic ovarian syndrome and their non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and their risk for dementia and inflammation in their body and overbe- and obesity. I'm just saying it fixes a lot of things. So if this is something you're interested in, reach out to me. Send me an email, delaneatdelanemd.com. Set up a consult and you can find out how my program will help you live a naturally healthy life. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Also, leave me a review. If you want to resolve your diabetes naturally without any pills or injections, I can help you. Visit DelaneMD.com for more information. Click on the work with me tab, send me a message, and we can set up a mini coaching session. You guys have a great week. I'll talk to you soon.